Snap Studios. I placed the picture in the book and gave it to the friar. When he took it to the church, I lit the place on fire. The constable who locked me up asked, why did I conspire? Because the picture tells me what to do. That's why I lit the fire. You listen to Spooked. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. From KQED and PRX, you've crossed over to Spooked. I'm not a painter, exactly, but I dabble with AI, artificial intelligence painting programs, and with them, crazy as it sounds, I can make some passable work. Or should I say, I can direct the program to make some passable work. You want Homer Simpson in the style of Basquiat? I can do that. Flying monkeys as if painted by Cezanne? No problem. And then just last week, in the middle of the night, a notion prods me awake, a notion demanding I create a deck of tarot cards. A deck that's anchored by new manifestations of old gods. I tell the idea to wait till morning, but the scream grows louder. Until finally, I pull myself out of bed, sit down, and begin with the Orishas of Santeria which are themselves reflections of African spirits, Ogun, Chango, Osun. And I asked this computer program, this algorithm, to reimagine the gods that made their way to this world through the Middle Passage, through slaveholds, across oceans, gods that changed this new world and were changed by it. We make them, combine them, remix them, and I know I know this is blasphemy of the highest order, but in a few seconds, in just a few seconds, the algorithm shows me the first completed painting of my newly realized God. I see a powerful face staring back at me defiantly, proudly. The portrayal is alive, amazing. It's shocking even. But somehow... Not quite right. So, I delete this God. And I try again. And again. And again. Murdering gods with abandonment until one figure calls to me. Eyes challenging and playful. Feathers woven into her robe. Braided locks crowned with gold. Complicated. 
she dances over a tightrope dividing both good and evil. I don't have a name yet, but I know she will be my first card. And over the course of the night, spinning, correcting, cursing the algorithm, I create the rest of her company. Hundreds of her brethren don't make it. Maybe I don't like their wings, their halos, their eyes, their tails. Maybe one looks too much like me. And we absolutely can't have that. No, no. But finally, my grouping of new gods lies complete. Some happy, some angry, some tricksy, some serene. But all of them supremely satisfied in who they are. Looking back confident as if they made me instead of the other way around. And I can't help but wonder if perhaps they did. Spook Stars. Now. and summer arrived he didn't think twice and went to her place one of those houses with no toilet inside an outhouse in the yard Omar didn't mind he loved to look around at her treasures laying all around the house play in the backyard swing in her hammock to cool off the hot weather of Mexicali Baja California it sounds like you know this is some close grandma grandson quality time right Well, as you may imagine, there was something else visiting Grandma's house that summer. Spooked. Un día cualquiera. Entré a la habitación de mi abuela buscando algo. Creo que fue, era un cortaúñas. One summer day like any other day, I go to my grandma's bedroom to look for a nail clipper. I'm rummaging through all of her stuff. Cremas, creams, perfumes, perfumes, muñequitos, ragdolls. De repente, yo sentí la, sentí un, no, no sé cómo describirlo, como un halo. And suddenly I feel some kind of... I don't know how to describe it. Some kind of energy? As if someone is staring at me. I'm compelled to look up. 
Cuando levanté la mirada me pude percatar que había un cuadro. When I do, I see this painting. I don't know if the painting has always been there, but it's the first time I'm seeing it. El retrato era de una muchacha, era de una joven. It's an oil canvas portrait of a young woman who looks a little bit older than me. It's painted so well that it looks like a photograph. Tenía una blusa verde. Ella salía con el pelo recogido. She's wearing a green blouse and her hair is tied in a bun. The woman is facing forward and I feel as if she has her eyes fixed on me. It doesn't feel like an optical illusion. The painting is actually staring at me. It's not moving. It's more of a feeling. El cuadro emanaba, emanaba cierta, cierta tristeza. I sense this sadness. I see it in her eyes. But she's smiling in this way that doesn't feel natural. Like she's faking it. Almost like an upside down smile. From then on, every time I step into Grandma's room, I can feel this strange heaviness. As if someone doesn't want me inside. One day I finally asked my Grandma, ¿Quién es la muchacha de la fotografía? Who is the girl in the portrait? And my Grandma tells me it's her when she was 15. La verdad me tomó por sorpresa escuchar eso porque yo estaba, yo estaba... I'm surprised to hear that. I'm expecting... A, I wanted to be somebody else. She tells me that the portrait had been a gift from her father for her 15 años. Looking at the photo again? I guess, yeah. The young woman has my grandma's features, similar head shape and hairstyle. She still uses a hair bun. But I still feel weird about it all. I mean, my grandma looks great in the portrait, but she also looks kind of spooky. But since we gotta respect our elders, I don't tell grandma that the portrait scares me. Recuerdo que cierto día estaba yo en la cocina. So I'm in the kitchen one evening. It's around 7 p.m. I'm pouring myself a glass of water when I start to hear a woman sob. Un sollozo, muy muy leve, pero audible. A soft but audible sob. So, first I'm like, it's grandma. It's coming from her room. So, I walk down to the hall to her door. As I'm turning the handle, I can still hear the sobbing. But as I step inside, it stops. ¿Qué está pasando? What's going on? My grandma's not here. This makes no sense. That's when I notice the portrait. The woman is in the same position 
lo único que brillaban eran los ojos. But her eyes have this watery glow. Even though I'm standing a few feet away, I can see it clearly. The woman's eyes are shining as if she has been crying. Eran lágrimas. Their tears. O sea, eran, eran lágrimas, totalmente. They are definitely tears. Me recorre, me recorre un escalofrío. A shiver runs down my spine. Fue como que no. This is like, no, this is definitely not normal. I'm just way too overwhelmed. So I take two steps back and close the door. I quickly look for my grandma. She's out in the backyard watering her plants. I run up to her and tell her, Abuela, tu retrato está llorando. Grandma, your portrait is crying. And she just gives me this stare. She looks concerned, but also somehow relieved? I don't know how to really explain it. She tells me, ¿Cómo va a estar llorando el retrato, mijo? What do you mean the portrait is crying, mijo? Yes, grandma. I'm telling you the portrait is crying. She grabs me by the arm and says, Ven, acompáñame. Come with me. We step into the house and go to her room. She looks at the portrait. She doesn't say a word. Y agarra el cuadro. Ella toma el cuadro, lo descuelga. She just grabs it from the wall and takes it down. Y lo puso contra su cuerpo, como si lo estuviese abrazando. Then she presses it against her chest as if she's hugging it. It almost seems as if she's trying to prevent the portrait from looking around. Then Grandma steps out of the house with the portrait and goes to the backyard patio where she has her washing machine and dryer. Underneath the patio roof, there's a shelf, and that's where she puts the painting. She then tells me, Don't worry, mijo. I don't like the painting that much anyway. Then she just grabs the garden hose and keeps watering the plants as if nothing happened. I'm like, If Grandma knows what to do, I guess everything's fine. So I don't ask any questions. I don't feel like talking and I don't want to be called irrational or silly. After that, everything seems to quiet down and honestly, I just kind of forget about it. I keep going out to the backyard during the day to play and nothing happens. Until three nights later. Estábamos cenando. Toca la puerta. Mi abuela le abre We're having dinner when we hear a knock at the front door. My grandma opens the door and it's Doña Carmen, my grandma's neighbor. Doña Carmen says, Elena, ¿estás bien? Elena, are you okay? My grandma is surprised and says, Sí, ¿por qué debería de no estarlo? Yes, why shouldn't I be? Doña Carmen tells her, Lo que pasa es que al fondo, dice, se escucha, una, se escucha a alguien que está llorando. 
The thing is, I just heard someone crying in your backyard and I thought it was you. I thought something had happened to you or your children. So my grandma gets my uncle, who was living with her at the time, to go out into the yard and investigate. The rest of us stay inside. At this point, I'm thinking, yeah, there probably is a real person who is crying for whatever reason. That seems logical. But then my uncle comes back and says, I didn't see or hear anything. Maybe it's coming from somewhere else. Maybe it was some music or something. But it's definitely not from here. But Doña Carmen replies, Someone was crying. I heard it. Support for Snap Judgment presents Spook comes from Odoo. Tired of relying on disconnected software to manage your business? Then you need Odoo. Odoo is an all-in-one management platform with a suite of user-friendly applications designed to simplify and connect every aspect of your company in one easy-to-use software so you can get more done in less time. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash spooked. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash spooked. Odoo, because amazing employees deserve amazing software. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And we keep them bottled up. It can start to affect us in ways we don't expect. How we treat our family, our friends. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com. Dot com slash Glenn today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help. H E L P dot com slash G L Y N N. Fue ahí donde, donde ya dije yo, oh, no puede ser. That's when I think, no way. This is happening again? Se escucha un llanto, pero no hay nada. There's crying, but then there's nothing. But this time it's not me who's hearing it. It's the neighbors. I feel goosebumps running down my spine, but I don't say anything to anyone. A la noche siguiente, yo ya estaba acostado, ya estaba... Eh, pues básicamente ya listo para dormir. The following night it's late. I'm in bed and just about to fall asleep, but I really, really need to go to the bathroom. But at the same time, I'm scared to go outside. I have to walk across the whole backyard, past all these trees and plants, then finally get to the outhouse, right next to the fence that divides the yard from the neighbor's. My uncle is still awake, so I ask him if he can go with me. He says okay. La noche estaba muy oscura, no había luna. The night 
is very dark. No moon, no animals or nature sounds, no dogs. We walk across the backyard and get to the outhouse. I open the door, go in and close the door. I start doing my business. I can hear my uncle right outside lighting up a cigarette and smoking. Then suddenly he tells me. ¿Te acuerdas aquella vez que que fue doña Carmen y que le preguntó a You know what? Do you remember when Doña Carmen showed up and asked my mom if everything was okay? And then I had to go outside and check? Le digo, sí. Sí, pero no, no viste nada. I say, yes, but you didn't see anything. He says, no. Actually, the thing is that I did see something or someone under the lemon trees. I saw two holes in the dirt, as if someone was kneeling down. I don't know if he's telling this to scare me or if he's telling the truth, but my first thought is, well, then this has got to be an actual person who was in our backyard last night. Entonces no sabía si una persona viva me daba más miedo que una persona muerta o un espíritu. And then I think, I don't actually know if a living person is scarier than a spirit. My uncle tells me, I'm going inside real quick. I'm just going to get another cigarette. I say, okay, but do it quickly. I don't want to be here alone. I hear his steps on the dirt and dry leaves. I can hear the house door open and close. Not even 30 seconds pass when I start to hear, like, muffled steps. Someone's dragging their feet outside the outhouse. It's definitely not my uncle. Suddenly, I hear the crying again. Era una, una mujer llorando. It's a woman. It's coming from the backyard. Unlike the sobs I heard in Grandma's room, now it's a loud weeping. It's very heartbreaking. My hands start sweating. I stop what I'm doing. Somehow I wipe myself, pull up my underwear, and come out of the outhouse with my pants still around my ankles, dragging on the ground. I start running across the yard to my grandma's house. That's when I see something moving among the lemon trees. Y escucho el grito, o sea, escucho ya el llanto como, como tal. The weeping now turns into wailing. I turn my head to the place where the sound is coming from. Y ahí es donde la veo por primera vez. That's when I see her. For the first time. No sé si describirlo como una señora, una mujer, una presencia... I don't know whether to describe her as a lady, a woman, or a presence. She's about 15 meters away and she's wearing a long, old-fashioned dress. Tenía la piel muy, muy blanca. 
Her skin is very pale, and she has long strands of messy hair. She's kneeling on the ground. Her hands are covering her face. She's hunched over as if she has been in the same position for a long time. Her hands. Her fingers are so long and thin. I'm petrified. I literally can't move. Volteó su cara hacia mí. Then she turns her face towards me. In between the strands of her hair, I can see her eyes. That's when I realize that those eyes are the very same eyes in the portrait. There's no doubt about it. I just know. Era una mirada fuerte, penetrante. It's the same gaze, that strong penetrating stare, but this time it's no longer full of sadness. It's brimming with hate. Somehow I break through this trance. I run towards the house, and when I open the door, my uncle is in the hallway. He was just about to come out. At that moment, I feel that if I tell my uncle what I just saw, he won't believe me. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking Grandma would better understand what's going on. So I run to my grandma's room. I'm almost in tears. I say, Grandma, I just saw a lady crying. She tells me, Posible, a lo mejor es Doña Carmen. Maybe it's Doña Carmen. Que le haya pasado algo, Leo. No es Doña Carmen, Leo. Something must have happened to her. It's not Doña Carmen. I know who Doña Carmen is. And that person wasn't Doña Carmen. So my grandma calls Doña Carmen on the phone. Oye, Carmen, este... Mi nieto... Dijo que te vio llorando. Hey, Carmen. My grandson says he saw you crying. Are you okay? Doña Carmen says, No, Elena. I haven't left the house at all. I've been asleep for hours. My grandma tells me, Oh, mijo. Me dice, Ay, mijo. Dice, pues a lo mejor lo soñaste. Well, maybe you dreamed it. No, grandma. I didn't dream about it. You can't dream this up. I'm terrified. I tell my grandma to let me sleep with her that night. I don't want to sleep alone. So she lays a folding bed next to her own bed for me. I'm trying to shut my eyes and fall asleep. But I still feel like I'm in danger. I don't know how, but I finally managed to fall asleep. But then I wake up. It's probably around 3.30 or 4 a.m. Everyone is asleep. But I notice that the motion detector lamp in the hallway, it's on. Something or someone is out there. Empecé a escuchar como cuando los perritos 
rascan la puerta que quieren salir. Then I start to hear a sound like when dogs scratch the door when they want to go out. It sounds like nails scratching on the bedroom door. Yo me siento en la cama. Now I sit up in my bed. Then I turn my head to the right towards the door. Está el ente. That thing, the woman, is now inside the house. The bedroom door is open, and she's scratching it with one of her fingers. Tocaba la puerta, rascaba, 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 rascaba. Scratching, 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 scratching. She's like five meters away. Y era mi abuela. This thing looks like my grandma. Era mi abuela, pero era mi abuela de joven. Or at least when she was younger. Her face is upset and angry. She's giving me this cold stare. Recuerdo que quise, quise hablarle a mi abuela. I want to wake my grandma up, but I can't breathe. I can't scream. I've never been this scared. Esta persona o presencia da un paso hacia adentro de la habitación. And then this woman or thing takes a step into the room. I try waking grandma up. I use my arm and tap on her chest. She finally wakes up. Y lo primero que hace es tomar su Biblia y empezar a orar. Then she grabs her Bible and starts praying. She doesn't scream. She doesn't seem scared. She just reads and prays. This thing covers its ears with both hands. Then it makes a shh sign over its mouth with its long skinny finger. Then it starts like sliding through the hallway back towards the door towards the exit it disappears into the distance while my grandma keeps reading I'm still frozen I can't move mi abuela se levanta y corre atrás de ella Then my grandma gets out of the bed and runs after her. I don't know if it's out of fear or courage, but I also get up and go out. I don't want to be alone in that room. We go to where the lemon trees are, and this woman is now lying on the ground. Her hands are covering her face. She's crying again. No podía creer qué es lo que estaba viendo, o sea, qué es esto, qué está pasando. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Then the crying gradually turns into this laugh. A very very sinister laugh as if my grandma's prayers and efforts aren't working. Then all of a sudden, the woman lifts her arms up and stretches them backwards as if she's bending and throwing her head back. And just like that, Oof. Se deja de ver. she disappears. We don't see anything. 
It's all quiet now. We can hear the dogs in the distance barking at nothing. I hug my grandma and she says, Me dijo, no te preocupes, hijo, dice. Don't worry, son. Lo que no nos puede tocar no nos puede dañar. What can't touch us can't harm us. And then she's like, Me voy a tomar una taza de café, hijo, no quieres una. I'm going to have a cup of coffee, mijo. Don't you want one? Come on, let's go inside. We go straight to the kitchen. The sun's now coming up. We sit in silence at the dining table. I'm unable to talk. I'm stirring my coffee, trying to eat some cookies. No, no podía comprender yo cómo podía estar ella tan tranquila, ¿no? I don't understand how my grandma is so calm. But if she's so calm, I feel like I need to be calm too. The next day, I grab and pack a few clothes I have with me. I want to go back home to my parents. I tell my grandma that I'd better go home. All she says is, Está bien, me dijo. It's okay. Está bien. It's okay. She doesn't say anything else. She just goes, It's okay, son. You can come back anytime, you know? But I don't. I end up spending the rest of the summer with my parents. Even then, there were so many nights where I couldn't fall asleep. Sentía yo que si cerraba los ojos y los volvía a abrir, la iba a volver a ver a esta persona. I felt that if I closed my eyes and opened them again, I would see her. Now as an adult, I still think about this story a lot. My grandma clearly knew how to deal with the whole situation, and that's why she was so calm about everything. Maybe there was more to the portrait, more to this story. But she wouldn't tell me. Even 20 years later, she won't tell me a thing. I'll be drinking coffee with her in the very same living room. I'll ask her about that night and the portrait and she just says no te preocupes hijo ya todo está bien el cuadro ya está ya guardado y ah, don't worry mijo it's all right now just forget about it maybe she wants to forget those memories or maybe she is still trying to protect me yo reconozco muy poco de mi abuela de, de cuando ella era joven I don't really know anything about her when she was young What if she was a witch? Maybe the artist imprinted it with something evil. Even then, I know that my grandma will never get rid of it because it means a lot to her. Maybe things are better left as they are. Not too long ago, I was talking to my uncle, and he told me that Grandma still has the painting. Lo que hace mi abuela es envolverla en, en plástico. Apparently, she wrapped it in black plastic and relocated it to the very back of the backyard 
inside the storage warehouse. Y hasta la fecha, yo sé que ese cuadro sigue ahí. That's where the painting lives. Even until this day. And it will probably never come out again. The image of that woman covering its ears and telling us to stop praying still haunts me to this day. Para mí eso no es algo que necesite ayuda. That thing doesn't need our help. Thank you, Omar, for sharing your story with Spook all the way from Mexico. Leonel Garza gave Omar his voice in English. The original score for the story is from Nicholas Marks. The story is produced by story scout and story producer Eric Yanez. question for you. Do you have a connection with another person that cannot be explained? Do you see through someone else's eyes? Can you feel the burden someone else carries? Maybe your twin, your cousin, your friend, maybe even your enemy. Do you share a bond that defies the laws of what is supposed to be? Maybe you don't feel you can tell anyone because no one will understand. Well, tell me. I want to know because There's nothing better than a spook story from a spook listener. Spook at snapjudgment.org. And the best way to signal not just the dark side, but the spook community in the know. The best way to signal them is by sporting the spook t-shirt of your very own. Nothing sexier in all the land. Available right now at snapjudgment.org. And if you like your storytelling... Under the bright light of day, get the amazing, stupendous sister podcast. It's called Snap Judgment, and it is storytelling with a beat. Stook was created by the team that knows exactly where they are when they wake up in the morning. Except, of course, Mark Ristich. You might have to give him a few guesses. There's Davey Kim, Chris Hambrick, Leon Morimoto, Taylor DeCott, Marissa Dodge, Zoe Ferrigno, Ann Ford, Eric Yanez, Cody Harjo, Lola Abrera, Doug Stewart, Miles Lassie, Yari Bundy. The spook theme song is by Pat Masini Miller. My name is Glenn Washington. And just like we love to make pretend that life is fair, We also love to imagine that the same rules apply no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter who is there, no matter the hour of the day or the time of the year. But such nonsense is for the simple-minded. And it's not how the shadow operates, because sometimes the supposedly impenetrable barrier between here and there, between what is lost and what is soon to be lost, that barrier diminishes to smoke granting one side more power and you can't predict the when, the where, the why, the how. All you can do is look it in the face when it comes and that is why I advise everyone I care about 
to never, ever, ever, never, never, ever, ever turn out the lights. This story was summoned in the dark of night by KQED and PRX.